I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. Right, here we are for the first episode of Stuff and Waffle in 2022. And Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone. And got a bit of a treat for the first episode of the year. We've got a guest. You've heard him referred to many times and his cars. Uh, we'd like to welcome Rob. Hello. It's not often I get referred to as a treat, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't knock it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually accept a compliment from him. That's, that doesn't happen often. It's normally it's, abuse. Yeah. Uh, no, this is true. Mind you, you, you got a compliment the other day because you helped me resurrect the car that died on my driveway. Oh, yeah. You didn't get any compliments off me for that because it was a stupid reason it wouldn't start. <laughs> uh, yeah. But in my defence, like I said, the fuel light was not on. And you didn't park it there. so I didn't know. Actually, I did not park it there. I was not the last person to use that vehicle. No, you managed to dodge that bit of abuse. Yeah, I'd forgot I wasn't the last person. So that was that was a saving <laughs> grace that we found that out. All right, someone else put their foot right in that one. Hmm. Yeah, so that's all right. But yeah, it's it's good, and it it did fail on brakes, like I said it would on the MOT. But other than that, it's fine. Yeah, you thought it would. Yeah. Oh, and the bulb that you spotted on the way down there. Well, there you go. I, I can be observant. Yeah, but that's fine. Like I told him there were bulbs in the boot. So happy days. <laughs> yeah, he's very, all good. Very, very French. Uh, yeah, I won't. <laughs> I won't get charged for the bulb. I'll just get charged for the labour of him putting it in. Oh, that could be hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Yes, so what we're going to do then is much similar to previous guests is we'll probably just kick off proceedings with with car history. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I observed this the other day when we were, all three of us were talking. We, I said that your your cars have actually been... You've you've always you've always seemed to try to get the best car you can for your money, exclude, I, excluding your first car. I'm not <laughs> counting that one. Well, nobody has a decent I first agree car. With that. That. Well, <laughs> I tend to buy whichever car is presented to me for not a lot of money. <laughs> well, that's true, but you, you've always done reasonably well out of it. Oh yeah, so it's, it's never I've ever gone hunting for the best example. No, no, I suppose not. Mind you, right, I'll tell you what then. Start off, we've already said that it's a bit of a shitbox. What, what was the first one? It was a fantastic, and everyone loves these, <laughs> a Mark V Escort. Oh, God. Oh, beautiful choice. 1.4 CVH, still with a carburetor in 1991. <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, has been badly resprayed. I had no idea how it was still functioning, but... As a first car, I knew nothing about cars at the time, and I thought, it looks a little bit like an Escort Cosy. Job done for me, as a rally yeah. fan. If you <laughs> really score <laughs> I mean, fortunately, you didn't adorn it with a shit spoiler. So that's I did helpful. not. I did put 17-inch alloy wheels on it, though. Oh, you did, no, didn't I, you? I did. I did. Oh, that yes. went around corners, I think. That was it. Uh, that wasn't. Hang on. There was an incident where it didn't go around the corner, wasn't there? Oh, there was. That was involving uh, an icy evening, and I was driving along down some Devon back roads, 
perfectly fine. All the roads were perfectly clear until I came around one corner where a farmer had left a whole load of mud on the road and it had all frozen. <laughs> so I just hit that and then, nope, that's the steering does not do anything anymore. Nope, the brakes don't do anything. None of these oh, controls no. are responding to anything I do. I'm just like, oh, that hedge is getting a bit close, isn't it? Because I bounced <laughs> off of it. And oh, bounced no. off back down the road. It's fine. Uh, yeah. It, it was not making very nice sounds and anything above 50 miles an hour. The wheel would shake out of your hand. Cause, oh, bit bent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, luckily, it wasn't bent. It was just the aforementioned alloy wheel had collected whiter collection of mud out of that hedge. <laughs> oh, that, okay. That's not bad, is I, it, really? I called over and I called the RSE to come out and check it over because I'm a good 15 miles from home. I don't really want to drive it back if it's going to fall apart. Mm. So I wanted to give it a once over. And while I was doing that, I was picking the mud out of the wheel. So the chap drove it just to see how it felt. And he goes, oh, it seems all right now. It's just, <laughs> the alignment is very much off. <laughs> Understandably, yeah, it's getting sad a bit of a knock, but that's all right. Yeah, that was the end of it though, because it. Um, I was going to say, did that kill it? It was the day before its MOT, and that's not what killed it. Ah, <laughs> it went rust. in for its MOT, and they said, "Yeah, your steering's out because the the tie rod's bent, predictably, <laughs> and it needs seven hundred quid's worth of welding." On oh, the oh. anywhere near seven hundred quid. That was that <laughs> then. Yeah, that was the end of that. Oh dear. Well, I'm glad to see you started with a Ford Escort because so did I. Um, yeah. Although mine was a Mark Four, not a Mark Five. <laughs> what engine was yours? Uh, mine was a 1.4 CH oh, as well. Wonderful. <laughs> the only thing, the only good thing about the CVH and the Mark Five was it had an automatic choke. Uh, yeah, no, mine. Yeah, automatic. mine was still the pulley out lever thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I got it, it didn't work, and I pulled it out, and then realised it's just been put together wrong. So I think that. I was like, oh, it's done properly now. That's, that's impressive. Rebuilt it. <laughs> yeah, I did two screws and went, I ain't right. Very good. That really shows progress there. Two marks apart uh, <laughs> and still the same bloody engine. Oh, yeah, and still all the same issues that CBH has always had as well. Yeah, they don't get a glowing review, do they? No, no and it was one. getting pretty tired by the time they did the Mark V, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was. I, I do remember your one. It was. No, it was white, wasn't it? it yeah. Was not wasn't particularly. Not the original white. Uh, the filler cap, as all of them did, rusted out, and mm. I managed to use a whole lot of filler to <laughs> recreate that, and <laughs> <laughs> sat in the garage and made it look somewhat professional. To the point <laughs> where someone stopped me in a car park. I went, "Oh, where'd you get that repaired?" My garage. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I just made it out. <laughs> Listen to the sound difference. This is metal. Oh. This is not. <laughs> and t- see, that's early three D printing. <laughs> oh, you're ahead of the curve, there. You see. Oh yeah. Um, am I right in saying the next one was along a similar? The next one was because I didn't learn my lesson. A Mark V Escort. You had two. Well, this was partly because I had a lot of parts on the other one, like the wheels. Ah, you had a donor car. I had various other bits, mm. um, and I kind of wanted another car I can move those over to. So, while having a look around, I found an XR3i for sale locally. It was in quite nice condition. 
Wow. Um, it just had a dent in the driver's side and one of the side skirts was missing, but I found a new side skirt to put on it and that was a good one. Um, so yeah, I drove that around for a while. It was quite high mileage. It was 150,000 miles on it when I got rid of it. Mm. Mm. But yeah, that is it was actually in pretty good condition. It was a nice car. Apart from the suspension was completely shot. <laughs> nah. It wasn't so bad when I got it, but some more spirited driving, shall we say, around <laughs> the bumpy Devon roads. Completely finished off those shock absorbers. Mm. And yeah, that that didn't really respond very well towards the end. It was yeah, like you say, though, it was all right. It did yeah, look... the engine on it was absolutely spot on. That still pulled strongly despite the fact it had no power. Mm. It had as much power as it should have done. It just didn't have any power. Didn't have <laughs> Yes, they're getting quite sought after now, although I'm not sure the Mark V is as much. I think it's more a case of if you can find one that's yeah. actually one piece, yeah, not 20. Yes, mm, yeah, most, yeah. Of them, most of them ended up on the wrong side of the hedge. Yeah. Well, most of them now are just rusted to pieces. Yeah, oh, sadly so. You've got the issue of severe modification as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I looked through the MOT history of that one. Mm year or so ago yeah and after i got rid of it it was just rust 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 more rust more rust yeah so much rust you're not gonna f- pass this ever and then <laughs> a few months later not a single advisory <laughs> well and then the next one was all of the rust came back oh that so was I'm very generous MOT. it was fixed really <laughs> really well but it's yeah. just not built to last oh dear and a very <laughs> generous tester <laughs> That's an understatement. Mm. A blind test of perhaps. Oh dear! Somebody writing their own certificates again. <laughs> what? Fuck! I know what you replaced it with, but I can't remember why you got rid of it. Um, I got rid of it because it was just costing a lot of money in repairs. Yeah, that'll do it. Just keeping it going. I was spending quite a bit of money keeping it going, and mm. it didn't seem to get any better. It was just literally running on a shoestring and not being able to fix any of the stuff. Because at that point, I wasn't doing any of my own mechanics, really. Just a few little bits here and there. Yeah. And uh, I can vouch for the fact that you and I were not paid a lot at the time. Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) I question if we were paid at all. Mm. uh, yeah, uh, Yeah, I completely understand why that went there. Yeah, so I replaced that with something that cost more that I got a bank loan out to get, but was reliable. Uh, And that was the last... Well, that was not an Escort, obviously, because it was reliable. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, continuing on the boy racer vein, it wasn't fast again. Um, It was a 1998 VW Passat with a 1.8 non-turbo engine. And you might think that's not particularly boy racery. However, it was had a bit of a body kit going on. It was very lowered, and it had 18-inch wheels on it. it, it yes, it did look the part. Slammed and rimmed, yo. Yep. It, <laughs> it's not a style I've revisited, but mm. it got a lot of compliments. It wasn't like these days where you've got all your, your stance, yo, and your mm-hmm. massive camber. It was just lowered with a, a decent set of wheels and the body kit most of it was actually vw stuff anyway so it wasn't okay. like hideous stuff 
similar to an Audi S4 of the time. But yeah, it was it was it was a nice looking thing actually. They, whoever done it done it well. It was yeah. Oh, I bought it from the guy that did it. I mm. used to work with him at Halfords. Okay, Michael John. Wow, that's very good. But yeah, it was it was good color as well. Nice that sort of light metallic yeah, blue. The, wasn't yeah, it? that's the one. Mm, estate or saloon? Saloon. Oh, the okay. only downside of that car really was it didn't have the turbo. So being the one putting mm. non turbo. Is it still twenty valve? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, the twenty valve actually makes a really good noise because it had mm. an induction kit on it, and to the point where I took it to the VW dealership one day for get something fixed on it, and <laughs> the guy said to me, I, "I never knew they did those with the V5 engines." Like, well, they did. Oh. <laughs> this isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I suppose yeah, would have a. I suppose it's a similar note, wouldn't it? Yeah, the induction noise had a, a good burble to it. I love the way that you took it to the actual VW dealership. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great around here. Oh, yeah, that was before. That was kind of when I found out how bad they were. Oh, God, no, you didn't find out how bad they were until a bit later on, did you? Oh, no, that was when I had the next car. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, you had the blue set for quite a while, didn't you? Yeah, I had that for several years. It was it served me really well. That thing. Yeah, that it didn't it didn't really shit itself at all or anything, did it? It was no, nope. never had a big issue with it. Um, water ingress was the only problem I ever had with it. Yeah, That's... they're they're quite known for that, I think. Um... Yeah, so I before I sold it, I'd already replaced it and I just kept it around for a while. So I sorted the water ingress and I just took all of the interior carpets out to dry them out properly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I solved any of the little electrical problems that came from the... Sorry, my, well, my mom just turned off. That's helpful. Oh, that's so uh, good. Yeah. Um, so I sorted out all the little electrical problems that arose from the water ingress, corroded connections. There was... That's the only thing that plagued it, really. The driver's door pretty much completely gave up. Just nothing worked on that at one point because <laughs> the main power lead that headed to that control module corrosion got to it and it fell off <laughs> so I not so good no um but, yeah. my, uh, my father-in-law had one of those that again had water ingress and it had obviously had water ingress for quite a long time because it eventually snapped in half Ooh. oh oh he's let that pool up a bit hasn't he <laughs> yeah he did yes um oh, yes yeah, so unfortunately it snapped in half whilst he was driving it so oh. that was slightly unfortunate but um <laughs> Did the rear end overtake the front end? Well, in the not, usual fashion. It it wasn't um, entirely complete, shall we say? Are um, we talking? I mean, not as drastic as Roger Moore and his Renault Eleven. <laughs> no, not quite as drastic as that. But uh, I seem to recall that the uh, the rear axle was no longer attached um, by the time oh, we that, finished that, with it. That's oh, definitely a failure. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, he he had a tricky maneuver coming out of a junction, and uh, and uh, yeah, that was it. Really, it just it just literally collapsed in the middle of the road. Um, so I that, think that had been leaking for quite a long time. <laughs> that must have been funny to watch. I didn't get to see it, unfortunately. Oh, that's um, a Speaking no. of the rear suspension of Passats, that one did give me a few little surprises before I got rid of it. Um, I think the rear shock absorbers are just completely worn out and given up. And mm. a few times driving around roundabouts, despite being a front wheel drive, the back end just completely kicked out. <laughs> you're just driving around a roundabout, and you're like, yeah, I'm going around the roundabout. 
I'm going around the roundabout. I'm applying counter steer. What's going <laughs> on here? Oh, my word. That's probably fine. Yeah, just accelerate out of it. It's fine. It will yes, it perfect, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Um, I know that you had crossover with the next car. Yeah. Uh, but what I do recall is uh, when you tried to sell the blue uh, blue percent, uh, the phone calls. Oh God, yeah. There was um, <laughs> the one that stands out in particular was bearing in mind living in North Devon at the time. It was tucked away in a garage, and I didn't really want to be giving anyone the exact address of where it was. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you the rough area, and we'll meet up, and then I'll take you to the car and show you around it. Mm. Yeah. Perfectly reasonable, rather than saying, it's here if you want to steal it. Nah, yes. you're right. <laughs> um, so there was a, a chap from London who was just, <laughs> sounded like he was stoned off his face <laughs> and he's just kind of like uh yeah about a car <laughs> uh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah come see it about half an hour yeah uh where are you uh in london it's gonna take you a little bit longer than that to get here <laughs> <Our? Yeah>. no <laughs> try again Okay, well, I'm leaving now. All right. <laughs> I don't need to give him a vague postcode of North Devon. It's like, all right, cool, good luck. <laughs> Funnily enough, he didn't turn up. No. Well, I he might have. I never told him where I lived. <laughs> you know, he never got that far. <laughs> yeah, he did sound brilliant. You, that was in the room when you took that phone call. And you were, you were just well, not amused. Well, that was the final one where he said he was coming. He'd phoned me up two times prior and just muttered some stuff at me with some obviously no low numbers of what he's going to pay me. It's like, well, you're not going to pay me that. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Perhaps he's still going around the M25. Yeah, he's stuck somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just just <laughs> looking for something that says Barnstable on it. <laughs> I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was he was a treasure, wasn't he? Oh, he was lovely. And that that's <laughs> that's a wonderful advert for Auto Trader right there, isn't it? Mm. You only mm, get crap. Dear. Because oh, ultimately, are on Facebook Marketplace as well. That wasn't much better. Oh my goodness me, that's ballsy. Mm, yeah. I mean, what? When you sold it in the end, wasn't it just a, a sheet of A4 in the window that did it? Uh, no, I did put the sheet of A4 in the window, but it was someone off Facebook that was actually a normal human being that spoke to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, um, oh yeah, just yeah, it... to and fro. We had a full-on conversation, and yeah, they came and bought it because it it lived round. Where I lived for a while. Yeah. Oh, no, that I was talking about when I sold the other car on Facebook. No, when I sold the Passat, it was a guy that chased me one day with the, yeah, as you said, the sheet of A4 in the window. Oh, okay, so, you're right. That's... Yeah, it was a guy in a, a ropey 205. It just started chasing me around town. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> Then he was finally caught up with me. It's like, oh, yeah, well, when someone's trying to flag you down with a car for sale, you should stop in future. It's like, well, I've got my girlfriend in the car and I'm being chased by a weirdo in a Peugeot. I'm all right, thanks. You look like a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And then he was determined to have a look underneath it and go, is there any rust? No. (laughs) At these points, those Passats at that age, they rust hadn't set in yet. No, that's Ah. not. This age now, yeah, you're lucky if they've got front wings, but at that time... 
I mean, the uh, thing, obviously, he's worried about Rust if he's in a Peugeot. Oh, yeah, coming out of a two. Oh, he'll know, he'll know all about that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> looking at a sat that's not that old at the time going, oh, yeah, it's as rusty as it. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I know, I, I'm, I'm asking, I know the answer, but what was next? Uh, well, that was when I got a company car. Mm, so, oh, yeah. Sticking to what I've done before and got the same car again. I got a Passat. <laughs> I so, think I've heard something about this one, haven't I? Well, this was the a 2008 Passat Estate. Mm. So a bit a bit nicer than the other one. A lot more power. Um, it's a 2-litre diesel, only the 140. But had a good bit of poke for what it was. Was it a Sport line or something like that? It was, was a Sport, yeah. Sport. <laughs> well, before they did the Sport line, it was just the, the Sport, which then became the R-line. Later. Ah, that was it. Because then they put the little R badge to say, yeah, look, it's an R now. Mm, no. Yeah, still a diesel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as I discovered when I bought it, because it's a spout, that means you cannot have cruise control. Because oh, someone yeah. high up in VW decided that anyone with a sports car won't want cruise control. So it's not a sports car. It's mm. a car state. And all you did in that was going up and down the motorway. That's not all I did, but that I went on a lot of runs with pissing heads on that thing. Oh, it is true. Yeah, <laughs> less cruise control on that. No, and definitely not for that. No, but that, that got hooned around quite a lot. That thing. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. You can tell tell them anything now because you don't work for them. It's, <laughs> it never saw the road again after I gave it back. They just abandoned it. Yeah, that's that's that, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, very weird. As I gave it back in pretty good condition with. About 50,000 miles on the clock as well. Why, yeah, did that... get, why did it get abandoned? I have no idea. That's Mystery. weird. They were yeah. awful with money because uh, not only did we work at a previous place together, we worked at that place together as well. Mm. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it didn't, it didn't have... Uh, well, the car itself was all right. It didn't have it, any luck, though. It had uh, none. It was an accident magnet. I've never crashed a car apart from that car, which I was in two accidents with. <laughs> well, obviously ex- excluding the Escort, but that was that was on my own. That was involving a hedge and a yeah. field of icy mud. Um, but yeah, this was Christmas Day in 2010, just driving back to my parents down a single lane country road. And uh, yeah, little transit pickup coming the other way. I see him. I hit the brakes. A lot of ice, not doing much. So I start dabbing the brakes, keep it steering. I see this guy's just stamped on the brakes, locked the wheels up, and he's just sliding in my direction. Like, this isn't going to go well, is it? No. I'm desperately trying to clamber up the grass verge to get any kind of grip, thinking (laughs) the road's got no grip. Maybe if I go up on the grass verge, it's a bit bumpier and I'll find something. (laughs) Get some traction. (laughs) Meanwhile, this transit is still sliding at me. And then eventually it just crunches into the front corner, bends uh, steering, knackers the headlights. Yeah. Uh, into that Christmas day. That was lovely. Um, especially as bent the steering so much and on ice, I couldn't get enough traction to drive forwards because they were both mm. trying to pull in either direction. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, did you, you have to drag your dad's car up for that, didn't you? Uh, no. Um, there was, well, my brother was in the car who helped 
push it and get it going. And luckily, a guy he went to school with was driving the other way at the same time. After okay. Picked up the mess. Um, so they managed to push it, get it going, and then he had to run along and jump in the passenger seat without me stopping. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was only half a mile from my parents' house, so we just limped it the rest of the way and pulled it in the driveway and dumped it there. Oh, I know the bit where you, you showed me where it occurred. Yeah. Yeah, it was really not that far, was it? Not at all, no. Mm, what a, yeah, that was ridiculous, that was. Uh, yeah. People don't know how to drive in those conditions, though, do they? That's the trouble. Well, to be fair, I was, I was probably going too fast anyway, only by like four, four, four or five miles an hour. But yeah, still mm. too fast even to be so. able to stop. Yeah. It's fine. It wasn't even your insurance, so don't worry about it. No. It was my car. <laughs> bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that bloody car. Yeah. Well, the second time was I came around a corner um, on the way to Biddeford, and there was a police car on my side of the road coming at me. Oh, so, helpful. Yeah, that that certainly tightened the underpants. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, very, I imagine you were clenched very, in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a very, very sudden emergency stop. And luckily, I managed to avoid them. They get back onto their side of the road. I was like, ooh, avoided that one. All right. Uh, knowing there's a, a young guy in, in a golf who's been trying to hang off the back of me he was trying to show off to all his mates that were in the car so I had to embarrass mm. him at one point previously because that <laughs> looks like it's just an estate but it handled so well yeah because that was the year where they put fully independent rear suspension as well so they nice. have the, the old trailing arm of all the previous ones it's like yeah this has actually got real suspension so it handled well mm. um, so yeah this this young guy in the golf came round the corner and he, he didn't quite have the same reactions and ploughed into the back of me. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I well, do. at least there was a police car on scene. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they had to turn around from the accident they were attending to come and deal with this one that they can't even they Which they had caused. Yeah. Did they apologise? <laughs> oh, no. No, no, I didn't think they would. Of course um, not. No, I, no. Do, I do recall after, after that... Um, it was the car was drivable, wasn't it? Um, oh yeah, I, I drove it. Mine was the only car involved that was drivable, but yeah, I just drove it back. Uh, but I know you were using it, but the wasn't it the uh, the well that the rear wheel, uh, sp- sorry spare wheel sits in was all cracked mm-hmm. and knackered, and you yeah. had, you had to drive it quite a distance, and we had to gaffer tape it up so that you didn't get gassed out with exhaust fumes. Yes. Oh no! Yeah, because the uh, boot floor and that was all plastic and polystyrene. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so it had just shattered. Mm. Yeah. Which yeah. was a good design. So in the event of an accident, it's not like the olden days where it's like, oh, my boot floor's bent. It's a write-off. Yeah. It just, just sort of disintegrates. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Eh? Yeah, other than... I mean, that was a good look. We got having the boot open and using in a roll of gaffer tape to make it work. <laughs> to rebuild the car. <laughs> That's fine. did a good job. It worked. Yeah. It's not even a Mondeo. Uh, I rec- actually, in terms of luck in that vehicle, that is not the only time you have been parked outside my house and we have had to do something drastic to redeem the inside of that car. No, no. There's, there's been <laughs> another incident involving my, my father. Um, picked him up from hospital one day. 
It's just got a phone call out of the blue. He never told me he was going to hospital. We just oh. got a phone call from him one day saying, yeah. yeah, could you pick me up from the hospital? Like, Why are you? Never you mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find out in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, driving back through Torrington, I think it's probably a bit quieter that way. Back to Holes um, mm. Road. Quite twisty. Yeah. Um, started going through some, some of the very twisty sections and he, he went very quiet. And then, I don't know, he just didn't really say anything and then just decided to hose down my dashboard with vomit while oh. turning to face me. <laughs> oh. so, just to get the maximum coverage. Yeah. Oh, so not only did he cover the car, he covered you as well. Yeah, not, he didn't open the window. He didn't even think about sticking his head out of it. He just <laughs> decided to go for the full coverage, get the long. Oh, no. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Write the car off, in my opinion. Well, it wrote me off as well because I was wearing shorts and it was going all over my oh. leg. <laughs> oh, that's grim. Oh, it was. And um, yeah, that was again a good 15 miles away from home. Oh, no, it's going to well, be everywhere. You're never going to get rid of that. I say 50 miles from home, 50 miles from his home. Oh, I oh, yeah. had another 25 miles to get back to my home. <laughs> Oh, what a in a bomb-soaked car! Mm, it was not fresh. No. Oh, because oh, you that's had, bad. You'd had a go at cleaning it, and then you oh got, yeah, I've done my best. I mean, uh, to be you, you rang me when you got when you got home and explained what had happened, and I I couldn't hold it together. No, <laughs> I think I think I rung you just in sheer disbelief of what had happened. It's like. What car person do I know that would understand <laughs> the horror of the situation? It was horrific. Oh, and, no. and then you you brought it here and you're like, I've cleaned it. And I opened the door and went, are you sure? Because it really <laughs> smells like puke. No, you haven't. Just You'll never get rid of that. Oh, we, we managed to deal with it. We got it. We got it. Uh, Kaylee gave us a spray bottle of vinegar and water, didn't she? And she said, yeah, just hose it down. Uh, just and then, do everything. Then we, we started taking the dashboard to bits and found that it was in it. Mm. Yeah, oh, we were oh, just pulling oh. panels out of the dash, just going, oh, yeah, oh. it's behind there. And it had, I don't know if you know the dashboard of that Passat, it was mm. a 2008. Um, above the radio are these two little pockets that you can push and they'll like push out of the dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, there's just puddles in those. Oh, it's just going to be everywhere, isn't it? It was. Oh, it was. And it was like, we, we took off the surround of the stereo, and it's like all mm. behind. It's like, how has yeah. this happened? How has it got in there? <laughs> oh, dear. And was that, that was... the ones with the electronic handbrake? So you didn't yes. at least you didn't at least have the mechanism to deal with? No, oh, there is that. What? Although a, that, that handbrake did catch me out once. Yeah, well, caught, actually, me caught me out in a few once. different ways. Yes. Once was I stalled it coming up off a junction on a, quite a busy roundabout. And I'm thinking, oh, it's all right. It's I got enough momentum because I actually did pull away and it wasn't stopped. So I thought I'll just push the key and then start it again. And the second I released the key, it went, oh, you don't want me to be moving? Okay, I'll apply the handbrake. <laughs> just slammed on the brakes. No. So I'm like, all right, I'll just quickly restart it and then got whiplash from my troubles. Oh, it's just crap, that. 
it is crap i got caught out with one of those i had one an estate one uh when i was on business in scotland it was a company car and i parked it in the car park at the factory that i was working at and i'd obviously forgotten to engage the handbrake because it didn't do it automatically yeah okay and there was a slight very slight slope to this car park backwards (laughs) and i came out hours later and thought i'm sure i parked that on the other side of the car park and at some point it had rolled across the car park and slammed into a load of sort of wooden frames that had been built around sapling trees you know the sort of oh yeah yeah and had put a huge dent in, in the in the tailgate oops yeah Fortunately, it was in the middle of winter. The roads were absolutely filthy. So when I handed it back to the guy whose car it was, um, the boot was dirty enough that you couldn't see the dent. That's fine. Don't worry about it. He never said anything. I had a (laughs) similar experience with mine. I just stopped to go and post a letter quickly. So I might pull over the side of the road, quickly run over, throw it in the letterbox, jump back in the car. So... Put the letter in the letterbox, turned around, and the thing's rolling <laughs> forwards in the direction no. of the Astra. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just oh. legged it back through myself because I'd left the window open. Because oh, I lucky. know that it likes to lock the door as well <sighs> whenever it feels like it. So I threw myself in the window, hit the button for the handbrake, and stopped it. And it back. stopped. Oh, A couple lucky. of millimetres away from the Astra. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't understand. It's giving me the dirtiest look. <laughs> <laughs> That bloody car. I mean, when I uh, I drove it quite a few times, and you remember we went to uh, we took it to Brick Car. Yeah, uh, it was when you were taking the Porsche, and friendly was taking his. Oh God, what was it? Fiat Stilo. Stilo. That was it. Um, it's convenient sunroof. That was it. There's the one that deposited all of the water inside your car, um, yeah, and left you a nice opening. <laughs> the car's locked you can just peel it back yeah yeah just get yellow like a skip so yeah yeah it's fine it's yeah it suits him down to the ground <laughs> um i remember I, I got to brick car and uh i was talking to the guys at the gate and they said oh do a bit of paperwork and i i got out the car and and just just for ease and grabbed the tickets and sorted it all out and got back in the car and I had the opposite effect because I couldn't get the fucker to move. It wouldn't disengage. <laughs> no, uh, because this, while I'd driven it quite a bit, I'd never driven it, left it running, got out and got back in. <laughs> you have to put your seatbelt back on. Otherwise, it won't oh, yeah. disengage the bloody oh. handbrake. So it that was, was so fussy that it wouldn't disengage when you wanted it to, and it wouldn't engage when you would expect it to. No. Do you remember, again, it was 2010 when it was really snowy when we were just driving along and it just went, oh, yeah, the entire handbrake module's failed, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was that was really handy when it's only an electric one. Yeah, yeah there's no option, is there? Mm. Nope. Had to. Well, luckily, it would work, but only the very basic way. Like, you stopped it and you had to hit the button. And then it would engage, and you'd have right. to hit the button to disengage it. None of the auto stuff functioned at all. But it's just right. the thing that, that you really want to see when 
there's feet of snow everywhere. You're like, oh, that's what I want to be failing right now. Am <laughs> oh, no. I right in saying that, yes, it did have the auto feature, but when you got in the car, did you have to turn it on every time? Yeah, the auto hold you had to turn on every time. That was it. What is... Otherwise, it wouldn't engage itself automatically. I think it was... was a terrible system. Oh, yeah. God, so bad. Yeah, just, just, just a lever. It works well. Yeah. Um, we were recounting the other day, actually, you, when you had your interface on Christmas Day, hmm. uh, there, was, there was a car to tide you over. Uh, yes, the, the car that I don't always remember. So I um, remembered for you. Yeah, I bought a little 1996 Skoda Felicia 1.3 for a whopping £300. <laughs> Cracking little it's, car. Well, well, Proud I, and noble thing. Well, this is because I, I had my 944 at this point. Oh, of course. It was, I'd had the engine out because it had a blockage in the basically where the oil goes in the air or separate when you fill it up and it goes down to the sump there's a little tube completely blocked so i had the engine out to get the sump off and clear that blockage out and i just got the engine out when i didn't have a car anymore <laughs> like oh god because the car wasn't with me when i was working on it it was my parents house which is ah. a good 25 miles from where i live so mm. yeah i'm like i really want to work on that so I need a car quickly. <laughs> so I just looked at the cheapest car I could get, and it was a Skoda Felicia. <laughs> it, it did the job, didn't it? Yeah. I had to give it a bit of a tweak, because when I got it, every time you drove around a corner, the exhaust would bang against the, the underside of the car. Nice. So I had to Ooh. adjust that, because that was driving me absolutely insane. Um, but other than that, and the, the rust holes, <laughs> no complaints about it. I thought it was a pretty good little car. Very wow. basic, but good. Rallying good heritage there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sadly, it wasn't white with green bits. But... No, it, it's fine. It um, burgundy. Oh, it was, wasn't it? It, it mm. wasn't a looker. No. Um, well, you've mentioned it now. Yeah, you have. You dropped a clanger there. So, <laughs> well, if he's going to skip over these things. <laughs> uh, I got I got me um, me ordering out the uh, ran the wrong way. So yeah, you got excited about Skoda Felicia's. That's what happened. Yeah, well, because it it's <laughs> playing too much Colin McRae one, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you, you thought you were in that driving school section. You get told off from him. <laughs> yes, he wasn't but, enthusiastic yeah. when you did well, though, was he? Uh, no, well, he's Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's true. Nice, to... yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think you passed. I don't care. I wasn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That was a good game. But, yes, 944. Yes. That's a oh, that's a saga that's still going. Um, so that was back in 2008. I got that. And, yeah, I just had a phone call from my mother. He just said, oh, do you fancy a Porsche? I was like, um, what? <laughs> what are you on about? Yeah, Conan. Like, oh, yeah, the woman that lives down the road from here has got this Porsche in their garage and it's been sat there for like eight years just taking up space and she wants to get rid of it. So if you want to take it, it's yours. Did you know oh, what right. it was at that point? Not a clue. Oh, okay. No idea. I assumed it was going to be a 94 or something like that. It, was, it wasn't mm. going to be a 911, was it? Yeah, no, um, probably not. But I mean... And it wasn't. You, you live in hope. But no, <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> open the door and 
There's this little 944 staring back at me. I was like, oh, hello. That's a bit more than I was hoping for. Yeah. yeah. Get on that. Um, it had the most disgusting tinted rear lights, just completely black. Forgot about those. Yeah, on a blue oh, car. That's a classy look. Just, just a bit, yeah. That's, that's something. It had the toast rack on the back as well. That was an aftermarket one and didn't fit very well. <laughs> and just so many bodges. <laughs> so many bodges. Um, it hadn't moved for eight years because it was bought as a project um, by this woman's son. And right. he was going to do it up with his dad. But his dad mm. passed away, and then he, he moved away to London and just bought another Porsche. Do you know if that one worked when it was parked? Uh, apparently it worked when it was parked because the mechanic that my dad used, and whenever I'm down there, I use in Holsworthy, um, he actually did some work on it. He did a bit of head work to it. Okay. So he put new valves in it. Uh, he said that was probably around about 2000, which was when it went into the, that garage. Right. Um, but yeah, when, when I found it, it definitely did not work. Nothing worked on it. <laughs> um, it didn't even move. I got in it and put my foot on the clutch. It's like, well, that pedal's now on the floor forevermore. Good. <laughs> Tried to move it. It's like, no, brakes are all seized on everything. So luckily they hadn't put the handbrake on. Just the brake calipers had seized on, despite yeah. being used. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the only way I could get to move it was to jack up each corner, take the wheel off, dismantle the brake caliper, and put it back on after I'd given it a bit of a, a nudging, mm. and then dragged it home behind my dad's showgun. <laughs> Do you have far to go? No, no, it's it literally just down the road. Okay. Took about five minutes to get it back. Oh, sorry. Ideal. But yeah, I mean, from from there on, you've. I suppose that's where you've uh, you've learnt your mechanicing skills. Oh yeah, that's where I really started doing my mechanic stuff because when you've got a car like that and you don't have any money, you can't take it to a garage to get it fixed. You've just got to try and figure it out. So it it did come with a Haynes manual. Um, but the 944, well, they only made an American to... Haynes manual. Oh, great. So <laughs> not everything applies. The wiring diagrams are all wrong, because especially involving the engine and the ECU, because the O2 sensor, I don't have one. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it doesn't have any of the cat or anything that those the American ones have. Mm. So just mm. A lot of that just does not apply. Um. Some of the torque values I found out were wrong, <laughs> almost oh. in a very worrying way. And so I was doing because well, they've got balance shafts on those to because it's a big inline four engine. Mm. So they've got balance shafts to try and keep them smooth. And just the covers have got two different bolts on them. And I was tightening up this little like uh, I think it was an eight mil, oh, yeah. no, sorry, a, a ten mil bolt. Still quite small. And that's just I started tightening it to the torque spec that they listed and it's like this is going to snap at any minute because at that point i'd done a bit of mechanicing and i've i've snapped a few bolts in my time so i knew what it felt like yeah yeah it was like this is going to snap at any second <laughs> and i looked at him it's like all right for the bigger bolt why is that the lower number <laughs> hang oh. on a minute 
Bloody hell. Yeah, so those two numbers up and yeah, nearly came a cropper on that one. Yeah, yeah, that could have really ruined things. Oh yeah, well this is already after I'd found out that the water pump, all but one of the bolts on that had stripped. So that was held on with hopes and oh, dreams. That's <laughs> what you want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it, well, it was it was early 2008, wasn't it? You got it? Uh, Mid-2008, yeah. Summer, oh, right, Okay, so, and that took, in terms of fettling and sorting it out and new bits and learning stuff, how long did it take before you could chuck a bit of tax and MOT on it and go for it? I got it on the road in 2010. Okay, that's not bad going, is it? That's not bad, no. Yeah, it was all right. It was, it probably shouldn't have been on the road. <laughs> well, someone passed it. It's all right. Well, old car, you've got a, a much more basic MOT test, which is mm. good. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember the first time you got it started. That was that was, I think, sort of oh, mid two thousand and nine. Yeah, sounds about right. And yeah, you you gave me a phone call because you you, as I recall, you thought it was a dead fuel pump, but it actually wasn't. No, it was a dead fuel gauge, and mm. it had run out of fuel. That was it. Yeah. Okay. You were uh, yeah. It had been working and then all of a sudden it's just it decided I'm not gonna work anymore. <laughs> and so it just went, I'm actually completely dry on fuel. That's why I don't run very well. Uh yeah, it your your fuel gauge is still not brilliant. Oh no, I've put a new sender in it. Well second hand sender. I need to now I'm actually got a bit more money, I'm gonna buy an actual one <laughs> rather than just go <laughs> yeah, what can I find? <laughs> Yes, because when when I had it, you said to me, "A sort of, nah, if it's down the low end, you you've got no idea, so put some in." Yeah, because <laughs> um, well, at the moment it's basically reading empty. But I took it for an MOT a few years ago, and it's reading empty, and the nearest fuel station was not close by. And I made it there, and as I arrived at the fuel station, it just pinged up and went, "You got a quarter of a tank, actually." Like, oh, okay, <laughs> thanks. Best not chance it. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you can hit take a dash a and get a different reading. That's nice. Good. But that's what you want. Yes. But it's this. It's a nice thing. I've got a lot of time for that. It's getting there. Um, the next thing is suspension, because, well, as you know, I've I've, up, I've done the suspension once. Mm. I put coilovers on it. It's just to think that's everything done. Because my main aim is to get this on track and make it a track car eventually uh-huh. road and track yeah um so i'll put the coilovers on it and it's just been issues ever since because i can't get the geometry sorted because on these coilovers it's just missing a little lump on the front uprights so the, okay the, the camber kind of washers that are attached to the bolts on the front They've got nothing to push against. So you take it to a garage and say, can you just sort out the alignment on it? And they look at it and go, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. Um, so oh. I'm, I'm now in the process of refurbishing the original struts, uh, which are rebuildable. Because on the oh, earth, okay. you can just undo a nut at the top and take the insert out. So I'm going to get adjustable Coney inserts in those, put the original springs back on it and run those instead. Seems like a solid plan. 
That does yeah. sound like a good idea, yeah. To be fair, on the coilovers, I'm actually running at pretty much the same height it was at before. So. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's hardly worth it, is it? No, and it, it, it wasn't high before. No, I mean, and the coilovers you're taking off, are you, what are you doing? Just flying? Oh, just keeping them on? Yeah. No. Mm. no, that's fair enough. Um, and one thing that I did note when I had it, is I I think I well one thing that I was <laughs> I was not expecting was the lack of power steering. Oh yeah, that one will catch you out. Uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I after a bit of googling, I realised it was it, it seems to be one of few that doesn't have it. No, it's it is a quite a rare spec that thing. Because mm. um, it's not got a sunroof like most of them did. Did have air conditioning, but when I got it, most of it was missing, so I just took the rest of it out. Mm. Yeah. Unneeded weight, get rid of that. Uh, and no power steering, which is currently causing me no end of issues because one of the inner tie rods is shot at the moment and ah. I cannot get a replacement. The <laughs> only place you can get them from is Porsche. So I've ordered one from Porsche. At, well, if it had power steering, it'd use apart from a VW Golf for thirty quid. Okay. <laughs> because it doesn't have power steering, I need to get the part from Porsche, and it's one hundred and fifty quid. It's a bit different, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's currently on back order because, as I heard last week, they are trying to sort out a new supplier for them. So, yeah, they have none. There are none to be wow. had. Oh dear. Luckily, it's not bad enough to fail an MOT yet, but as you're driving along on a straight road, it is very annoying. Yeah. Because you just yeah. hear this, you can feel all the way through the steering wheel because no power steering, the feel is definitely there. Oh, yeah. And you've just got the left wheel just banging against this little ball joint that's got a bit of wear on it. Oh dear. Wait, so it's not, it's not that it's missing the power steering, it never had it. No, it never had it. No. Okay. And yeah, the second you load up the steering, you start steering, not a problem because that little bit of slack has got some pressure on it and it goes away. But once right. you're driving straight on a slightly bumpy road, yeah. it just drives you insane. <laughs> <laughs> but I th- I th- when you're at speed and go and, and using it, the, the steering is lovely. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got really good feel. But the... Uh, yeah, the, the shock to the system of going, right, I'll just get this off the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that at all. Yeah, it's since I put the coilovers on, the steering got a lot better. Right. Um, because on the old, completely ruined shock absorbers, it was so heavy. You'd go into a fast corner and you felt like you had a workout afterwards because your arms are just ready to fall off. Keep <laughs> um, it steering. I'd done an engine change on it, so taking the engine out and finally got the engine back in, and then I drove it, and my arms were so tired from doing that that I went round a corner and I was in physical pain going around this corner. <laughs> so this is not good. Since putting the coilovers on, and it has actual damping, yeah, it's fine. No. It's, it's nowhere near as, it, as bad as it used to be. Um. We should mention, uh, you went back to your original trait of, I've, I've got one of those, so I'll get another yep. one. 
Yep. <laughs> that, that was for a different reason. That was supposed to be a parts car. Mm. Um, I got offered a, a 944S with a broken engine for 300 quid. So I thought, yeah, we'll get that. And I was told, yeah. rust-free car, had the seals done recently. So bought it, sight unseen, 300 quid. Figured you can't go too wrong with that. Actually, we've missed out a car. Have we? We have. We oh, we have. A little Toyota. Yes, I, forget, I, I, yeah. I, I always forget where that fits in chronologically. Yeah, that, that was before the novel rest. But we'll carry on with that. And we'll yeah, come we'll come back, back to that. Come, come back to that, yeah. Um, so that was bought as a parts car. Um, as I said, rust. No, none, none of that. Turned up sight unseen on a trailer and uh, had a good look around it. Looked at one of the sills, the back end of it, and went, looks a bit like a rust bubble. I got a screwdriver and gave it a tap, and the screwdriver just went straight through. <laughs> okay, that's got some rust on it. And the further I looked, at the yeah, that is just the sills are shot on it. Um, that, that is something they they are prone to on those. That's, that's where they rust the sills. That's where the my current one is needing some attention. It's all right for now, but it's going to need attention soon. Um, but yeah, this other one completely shot. And also with a dead engine. But I thought, it's all right. It's a parts car. Yeah, still Until... only paid 300 quid. So, yeah. Yeah, and then I realised my other one is a 1983. This one was a <laughs> 1988. And they ah. share almost nothing in Nothing. <laughs> oh, no. All of the interior is different. All of the electrics <laughs> are different. All no. of the suspension is different. Managed to buy a completely different car. Mm. Some of the body parts are interchangeable, but not many. It was, but they're, but they're all rusty. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, though, it was a proper eighties color combo, wasn't it? Oh yeah, uh, pinstripe burgundy. Yeah, and the whole oh. interior dash everything was burgundy. <laughs> it was oh. bold, and, yeah. and 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 yeah, and and a white exterior it was. Cool. Oh, perfect! Of course, perfect. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah it was quite a thing to look at, wasn't it? Yeah, I I quite liked it myself. Mm. I was hired a, a lot of time for that styling. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. it was very comfortable inside as well. And yeah. yeah all, all the electrics worked on it, which was novel from coming into my one and getting into that and going, oh, so this broken one. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, yes. But yeah. The Conrod had escaped out of the engine. That's why it was cheap. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. Do you want to tell the nice people why that <laughs> happened? Well, yeah, I I decided when I had to give the Passat back, I was like, okay, I'm going to need a car. And I looked at this white 944 sat there. I thought, that's a car. <laughs> Why don't sort I get of. an engine for that? Get the rust repaired, and that can be my daily driver. So <laughs> step one, get the old engine out, pull it apart, see if there's anything salvageable, and figure out what killed it. Um, so, yank this engine out of this car, get it on the engine stand. Uh, step one, I pull the sump off because it's in pieces anyway. So, I pull the sump off and then sat on top of the oil strainer is the remnants of a latex glove. <laughs> <laughs> so, whoever bought the engine last time had dropped a glove in there and the oil pickup had just sucked this latex Ripped glove it through. And just, it had no oil pressure because this latex glove just blocked it. And yeah, that'll do it. But, the second yeah. cylinder spun a bearing and then ejected the entire Conrad. 
Um, mm. So yeah, I think that's why they were so desperate to get rid of it because I think it was that guy that spent a lot of money getting the engine completely rebuilt. It seemed to have been done quite well because it's very clean inside. Yeah. Just in many pieces. Yes, because there was a rubber glove stuck in it. <laughs> it was just this little <laughs> rubber glove. It was like, oh dear, that's <sighs> not good. See, I've been very careful about using latex gloves around engine rebuilds. Mm, count them all again afterwards <laughs> to make sure there's none missing. I, I just yet. don't use them. I'd rather wash my hands. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. It's it. You, like in some of the older Mr. China videos on Wheeler Dealers and such, like you, you look at some of his gloves and go, "There's no point in wearing those, mate. They've they've no. gone." There's yeah, the yeah, wasn't I it? have worn latex gloves. I will do like two things, and then I'll have a finger that's come through. And I was like, "Why am I wearing these things?" Yeah. Well, his later ones aren't latex. He explained that at one point. Mm. They're a different... Are they neoprene or something like that, I think? They, mm. They're not latex anymore. Yeah, they don't disintegrate, do they? No, and of yeah. course he now has his own brand, so he's very interested in wearing them <laughs> as often as possible. And referring to said gloves. Aren't yes. they wonderful? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm now just accustomed to not wearing gloves at all. Not wearing gloves at all, yes. It doesn't bother me. I'll just wash my hands well afterwards. It's fine. Well, just don't lose a finger down there. I think it's no. Well, if you lose your whole hand down there, you'll probably notice. Mm. You I probably mean, would notice, and that would bung it up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, now you're just accustomed to swore figure. Happy days. Oh yeah. You love a whiff of that, don't you? Oh, mm. it's my happy smell. Spreading <laughs> it on your toast and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Gritty. Oh yeah, if you come round, I don't have normal like bath soap. It's just like a tub of Swarfiga next to the bath. Swarfiga, oh, Swarfiga power. Don't even joke. My, that is what happens in my uncle's bathroom. <laughs> he doesn't have a soap dispenser; he just has Swarfiga. Wow. Oh no, shower gel either. I should imagine. Oh, <laughs> dearie me, ruined bollocks. <laughs> oh, let's not go there. <laughs> Family friendly. Do they do Swarfiga hair? Oh, long gritty hair. <laughs> Not good. Oh, that's the citrus one, I think, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, got to, there you go. Got to smell fresh, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ladies love it. <laughs> no. Hot for the What's citrus. That fine aroma you're wearing. Oh, Swafiga citrus. <laughs> well, as long as it's not Tommy Hilfinger. <laughs> oh dear. So. What what became of the white one? Um, it failed an MOT because the rust. Funny that. Yeah, it. I'm not going to get into the whole story of why the rust was not repaired when I sent it off to be repaired. That's too long of a story, Ooh, and it involved too much swearing. So we'll just leave that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it it failed the MOT because the the seals just had rust in them again, and it was a uh, quite frankly piss poor repair. It had had a look through because there were little inspection holes that you could look in mm-hmm. and there was just parts of the inner structure that weren't there <laughs> so oh dear i miss you in it um so i sold it on for cheap on the basis of it was rusty and i sold it to the garage that did the work originally who still have it and they use it oh, as a really? kind of a development car okay so oh, fair enough use it to like try new parts and stuff out on is it road legal Okay. Yeah, uh, the guy was using it as a daily driver because he did the seals properly. Um, there was a whole other issues business-wise that caused that, um, but he's resolved that. 
and so he, he did the seals properly, painted it properly, and yeah, he's he's still using it to this day. Okay, presumably well, it's got a new engine in it now. Um, well, no, there there were other stories of the engine dying because I replaced oh, okay. the engine once, and that one died as well. Oh no! Um, so it's currently running a hybrid of sixteen valve and eight valve engines pieces. So I believe the block is an eight valve. Uh, pistons, obviously 16 valve, so they've got to work with the head, head and everything, 16 valve, 2.5, maybe some of the 3 litre 16 valve bits, because okay. the S was okay. 2.5 litre 16 valve, and the S2 was a 3 litre 16 valve. Are we right in saying that the S2, is it still the largest capacity full cylinder? I think it Production was. Car? I don't know if Mitsubishi took that back again. Because the uh, Shogun's, it was constantly between them and the Shogun and the um, Challenger. Because mm. the Challenger that my dad had was a 2.8, which is the engine that took it away from the 944 originally when it was a 2.5 and a 2.7. Mm-hmm. And then Mitsubishi went, we made a 2.8. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd contest, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was using balance shafts as well, which is a patented Mitsubishi technology. So to use them, you have to pay Mitsubishi. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's why Mitsubishi are the only ones building big in line fours. Because they make the balance shafts. Yeah, they don't. They, they're not paying any uh, patent fees on that, are they? No. So, yeah, well, that there's, I didn't know that. That's a nice bit oh, of you That's your boring fact of the day. Happy with that. I'm, I'll log that future reference. Make a note. <laughs> we like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that one out at a dinner party. Watch the room go quiet. Oh, I don't oh. think we won't. Well, that's just it. Just highlights the fact that we shouldn't really be there in the first place. Too boring. No. Not not <laughs> us. Them. That's how you them. Yeah. It. I've got plenty more. I could tell you if you insist on me staying. <laughs> no, go. That's fine. <laughs> me. Can I take a bottle of wine? Take what you want. Yeah. If you're leaving, whatever. Yeah, do what you like. Will it make yep. you go faster? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it there for part one. Join us again next week for the concluding part of Rob's Car Tales and Home Mechanics. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram or get in touch via info at stuffandwaffle.co.uk. Thanks to Rob for joining us and thanks to you for listening. <laughs>